listening to Enlivening Musings, a podcast to enhance your life so you live fully alive. Sponsored by the Pleasure Fairy app. Download it for more support. Welcome to Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And today we're going to talk about hmm, things that benefit women in our turn on and ability to open to our partner to be able to be intimate. Nice. That's not wordy. <laughs> hey. It's a good title. <laughs> it's like kind of what it's like to be a woman opening up. <laughs> it takes a lot of stuff sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, we are actually just coming off of a little bit of a high from one of the Pleasure Fairy Coven calls and mm-hmm. This was a topic that came up on that call. And so Katie was like, hey, this is important. Let's, uh, let's talk about this. Yes. So yeah. here we are. So, you know, one thing that I think is really important is how much we do, don't know about our own bodies and our own mm-hmm. physiology and the way we operate And that can be even um, energetically or mentally, emotionally, and these things. And how, as we start to learn them, there, you know, it could sometimes be a gentle aha, or other times it's like, what? Oh my gosh, that's life changing. And I feel like this can be one of those things that feels a little bit more life changing. So something that is really unique between the sexes is the fact that a female body in general wants to have attention and touch and focus and pleasure sensations on the the outside, working the outside in, meaning that other areas are given attention and love before a lover would focus on their genitals. And it gives that time for their body to soften, get into the moment, start feeling and receiving and being able to get ready to open and relax into everything. Where a man's body is traditionally built where you can go straight for the genitals. And that's what's going to activate everything, turn them on, and then you can move that pleasure outwards. So you're, you're able to move the pleasure into other areas of their body, which is fun if you have a partner who is ready and wanting to experience having more whole body orgasms. Because I feel like we often hear more about women having those types of experiences. And part of that is tied in with Men and the fact that so often in our culture, their orgasm is associated with ejaculation, which it doesn't have to be, but that might be another episode entirely. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) so this is kind of just one of the big aha things that happened on our call today. Um, That is one of those pieces of like, the more you know. Yeah. So tell us how it landed in your body, Katie, because I feel like that. um... Yeah, I just I thought it was just so interesting because I think there's a lot of people like me that I'm just like, 
I don't even really know what I want always because it's just that's kind of just been the path for me is just like a lot of just for a lot of different reasons. Um, so it was just really interesting. I don't even know if I have words for it because I was just like, what? Like, that's a thing. And, and then, you know, and it made me just realize, you know, we just do what we know in in life. And then that, you know, obviously can tie over into the bedroom. But for men, like, you know, that's how they know what they respond to. So that's what they would do. Like, they might not... Re- realize what women want if they've never been taught or no one's told them depending on their whole experience so I mean what comes to mind for me too is like it just having that more of like a warm-up that way like I think a lot of people think foreplay is still like the genital stuff and like right it to me that other stuff like creates um one that I'll say so don't forget like it's just a sense of safety which I think is so so important um for anyone but especially like as I don't know anything other than being a woman but for me like that sense of safety um and then just like creating like that container almost because there's so many things going on in the day and like one thing I've learned more recently is just different ways to like classify how you are like you might have like um like a high turn on or it might take a lot for you to turn on and it might take a lot for you to get turned off or it might just take a little bit for you to get turned off so like these different subcategories and so knowing that like you know especially as like I don't know anyone who's not like busy in this world with life and different things so to like have that transition to go from as as a woman for me to go from like the go 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 masculine energy into like that softness and receiving and like all the different layers like it just starts to create that container in a way for you to just like, like let down your guard and then decide more if that is where you want it to go. Cause that was like something that we discussed too, like, or do you just want to be held or do you just want your back rubbed or your foot rubbed or something like that? It just creates so much more space for like connection. I mean, it's just, I'm just seeing it go in like all these endless ways. So yeah. It just seems huge to me to create communication, like emotional intimacy. My husband just discovered that term and he was like, oh my God, I didn't know that was a thing. And I don't think I've been very good at it. That's so he was awesome. like, he, you know, thanks to social media. It was so funny when he had that realization. And I think he's still trying to figure out really what emo- emotional intimacy <laughs> means. And I'm like, yeah, that's like the number one w- reason women are like unhappy in their relationship is the emotional intimacy part. So he's like, I got to work on that. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's huge. And I love like multiple things that you said. So I love that concept of, you know, we tend to be self-oriented in the sense of living from that place. So in saying, you know, if a man's never been taught how to be a lover of a woman Mm -hmm. and they know, well, this is what I do. This is what I like. It's so easy to just think that's how women would work too. Mm -hmm. Like why, you know, why would you think anything else Uh, aside from hearing people talk about foreplay, (laughs) you know? So there's that. And I really like that. And then also in that realm of, um, how unique we all are in our turn on and what that's like And then the generalization of how um, women are often considered to be more like water. So it's like 
we can take a long time to like get warmed up and get to that boil. And then once we're there, it's usually easier to go kind of in and out of that. So if you get to that place and then things kind of simmer a little bit, then you can get back to that, which is one of those cool things like doing stuff throughout the day that creates some of that connection and that intimacy too, because it's like now we have the whole day of buildup, you know? And so then when it comes to being in the bedroom at night or something, you've already been anticipating this or having this type of buildup throughout the day. And that can be really amazing for a woman. And the reminders to keep dropping into the softness and the fluidity and all of that as well. It just, it can be all day then, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, I, I agree with that. That is something I've learned from Crystal and I try to practice sometimes during the day is just remembering to come back into all the places in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool because I'm able to notice when I when I do feel disconnected, like I was sharing with her, just like holidays and all the sickness that usually comes around that this time of year, like with the kids. And then I was just like, whoa, where am I in all of this? Where am I connected to myself? And it was it was nice to be able to like have practices to like just fall back into and like feel how magic and like honestly how quickly they can work like especially when you've been doing things for a while and so yeah a good foundation yeah um yeah, just jump right into it and something that it's also making me think about is just that concept like of like knowing our anatomy and how when i first was just like well, not when I was first, but when I was getting really excited about sharing this information, um, why I put the pleasure anatomy for evolved bodies together because of that, because it was about that. It's about you want all this tissue because that particular class is more focused on erectile tissue than like the clitoris and stuff. But I might I might put a bonus lesson in there someday here and go into like because the clitoris is more than what we think it is. It goes all the way inside and is pure magic. But anyway, side note. Um, but the erectile tissue, that's what we get the blood flow going there. We get that attention going there. And then everything can get really swollen and juicy and ready for opening and inviting and doing all these things of experiencing even more pleasure. I know there's a lot of people out there who are like, a woman shouldn't even have sex, penetration sex anyway, until they've had one or two orgasms already, you know? And that's an interesting concept mm-hmm. to think about, you know, especially if we want to talk about it in the land of foreplay and wow, yeah, really preparing for any of that stuff. Um, but that's kind of the journey. That's the journey of us opening. That's the way our physiology works within this whole arena and being able to make it even better. Yeah. I was, I was thinking lots of things as I was listening to you say that, but the one thing it all kind of landed on at the end is like, because I was thinking like, oh, well, that would might take some time. And just realizing how our lives are just so like limited by that and how that, again, gets into that more masculine energy like time time is like the biggest constriction of life and how that wow like how much that's really ruling everywhere 
because the thought of that, like, oh, well, that would take time, and it, you only have, like, so much time, you know, especially when you have, like, when I, mean, I think of, like, little kids and just, like, life and yeah, I have to get some sleep before work, <laughs> you know, like, right. all the things that come into play and just, um, yeah. Which, again, is why I love it, like, being throughout the day. Yeah. Of just, like, little things. Um, for me... I love playing with all of this during my more fertile cycle time mm -hmm. because my body's already keyed up. It's already ready. Um, and so for me, like during that particular time of the month, I am like I walk around swollen, <laughs> you know, so it's like so intense and crazy. And so then to be able to amplify that during the times that aren't hormonally keyed up for that and seeing it's, it's like a little game I play with myself, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like, can I get myself to be this much aroused, whether it's through being swollen, blood flow, pleasure, sensation, whatever it is throughout the day so that I'm like feeling that and maintaining that and just kind of moving through that. Cause then, but I agree a thousand percent on the time piece because it does it's time and where are our priorities with time mm -hmm. period you know and it's like that's I mean we could go now into like a whole thing about everything that's wrong with the way the world works <laughs> right now because so many people are living to work just to make ends meet mm -hmm. and so then it's like we're not prioritizing pleasure and enjoyment of life and so when we can start to make that switch how everything else has that ripple effect from that because now that's the priority and so time kind of shifts and changes yeah for that yeah I mean it just makes me think too yeah because so many of us are just in fight or flight constantly yeah and so when you're in that like how do you – you can't find pleasure when you're in that. No. You know, so – Well, unless you're using it as an interrupt. <laughs> right. That's like a, yeah, like a very conscious – Right. Can't uh, is a yeah. strong word that he kind of has to use. But it's just like, you know, and I, I mean, I know because I've this has been like – this has been my journey and how I live my life. And I didn't even realize like the constant high-level stress I was living under um, for so, so long of just like pure survival. And – yeah, so it takes a lo it does take longer then to get into a pleasure state when you're in that. But now what right. I'm seeing as you're or realizing as you say that, if you can get yourself out of that fight or flight, then it's not such a big jump to get to pleasure. But if you know, but you have to a be aware that you're in flight or flight, which most people aren't even, mm -hmm. and then learn some different tools or skills to kind of bring you out of it. So then it's easier to get to pleasure wow this wow yes. I just really realized something cool <laughs> we made a nice connection yeah well that's so that's, huge yeah that's why I love like the foundation of like nervous system work yeah so however a person is getting that if they're working with like some sort of sex coach whatever who integrates that because a lot of them do um but there's a lot who don't so there's that yeah um or if they're getting the nervous system stuff through a holistic practitioner, through doing somatic work with somebody, through yoga practices, through body work, whatever 
it is, but you're like spot on. I mean, it starts there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I feel like is missing so much. And I've appreciated so much learning from you, Crystal, and your group that we've been in because so much of it, I mean, I feel like people might join a group or want to learn about Tantra, all these different sexual healing, whatever realm, because everyone's like, yeah, like we all want that, right? Everyone wants like these mind-blowing experiences. Ooh, that sounds great. But I mean, we've done like in the group, even just like years of heart opening work mm-hmm. and nervous system work and you can't do it any other way. And so like, if people are wondering like, how do I get there? Like you just come work with Crystal because um, <laughs> you have to find a practitioner who gets it. And that, and this is something I just posted the other day because working with you has helped even my own work as well because I've seen it so many times when I'm doing pelvic floor work and internal assessment, and I'm in such a great position that I actually, you know, I professionally can do internal work, like, with my license, and not many people can, and then I take the time to, like, be with people and feel as they're telling a story what's happening in their pelvic floor, and I can feed back to them what's happening. And then also telling them to like feel and soften in their heart when they're having a hard time relaxing and how that will make the pelvic floor relax. And just being able to feel in like physical real time, like relaxing into the heart space actually truly helps the pelvic floor muscles relax um, from like a more of a scientific level. But we we know that energetically. So I don't know, just having a moment of putting those those two worlds and pieces together, it's been really cool for me and then for me to like grow in my practice and be able to help people in that way that is just not out there in traditional pelvic floor PT, you know? Yeah. I don't think there's other people really doing this in like a professional setting. They're just like, oh, stretch and do this and lower your anxiety, but actually to like do embodiment work in the session and processing it's just incredible to be able to put the worlds together so I know and I wish like everybody did it the way (laughs) you do because it's just the world needs that Mm -hmm. like they need that and so to have I mean gosh you're just sharing such a gift with the people who get to be on your table because my goodness you know um mm, there was something else that came through that oh and tying that into relationship then, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> we're, going, we're going and connecting all the dots here. Mm-hmm. Um, like for a woman to be able to be connected to her heart and bring that into the relationship, that allows the man to be able to connect to his heart mm-hmm. and be able to be vulnerable and share emotions and tune into what you're talking about with emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and being able to grow and evolve and then the relationship grow and evolve and the connection to be able to grow and evolve and it's just like wow yeah wow it's amazing (laughs) yeah and I felt that myself I mean it my relationship has we've changed so like I feel like it's so so much better sometimes I think you know who knows my husband he's just like so agreeable (laughs) like whatever he's just the best but I mean I just feel how much I have grown and changed and been able to be vulnerable I'm just so much happier right (laughs) 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the whole thing. Like, that's exactly what we're talking about with, like, the nervous system and being able to feel safe, experience safety, experience mm-hmm. peace, yeah. to be able to even listen to your body, to be able to then even tune into the heart, to then be able to even ask for what you want without going into fight or flight or at least recognizing that and then feeling that and being able to have that with your partner who can take the time to slowly let you unravel and open and be able to be receptive Mm-hmm. And of course, this all applies to all relationships. We're talking from like a heteronormative lens right. here, but you know, I've seen this in homosexual relationships and in all oh, kinds absolutely. of combination things too. And sometimes it's more about the energy than the physicality. Um, but so, yeah, yeah, and just even great and take as needed. Being able to do. I mean, taking it to like, I feel like one of the first things I learned from was like those pattern interrupts mm-hmm. and still being able to do that and, and catching myself and be like, nope. I mean, we just did the other night. I was like, I'm not even going to go there into that. And I just started laughing instead of just going down that. <laughs> the typical, you know, what feels comfortable and good. Like someone I just saw posted, like our bodies would rather like repeat something painful. It's just like easier to live in that than to like try to pattern interrupt and go into like. A more pleasurable situation and they didn't word it that way but I was like oh yeah that's exactly what that is like the foundational one of the foundational practices I think in this work is that pattern interrupt right absolutely and some people are terrified of that <laughs> right away it's honestly like, oh, okay I don't want to do that I want to just do what feels good right <laughs> and stay in this pattern and keep living my story (laughs) yeah like what are we doing here yeah yeah that gets intense um and I know it was like I feel like it was eons ago but I had made a post about that on Instagram too about how for yourself you can do these pattern interrupts but then as a practitioner also so for me like when I'm doing it as a practitioner with somebody because it does it gets really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um You know, I'm always, I have like my own uh, like verbatim thing that I tell people where it's like, we can go back to your story (laughs) if that's what you want. Um, And like, let's move through this so that we can make sure that somebody still can maintain that level of safety and not get trapped back into like another trauma response. And through practicing that with other people, I've realized I have to say some of that stuff multiple times because there are people who still, you can't even hear it the first time because you're a bit distraught that mm-hmm. the pattern's being interrupted and a new mm. pathway is being created. So wow. it's fun to do more on your own. <laughs> As a practitioner, practitioners have to like make sure that, you know, you know you can go back to your story whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah, that takes I could see how that takes a lot of just your own work as a practitioner to be able to hold that barrier almost in a way for people and for you to like have just that energetic feeling you put out as you're holding that for them in a way and letting them kind of go through yeah that's I'm, I'm that's interesting I'm kind of feeling that of what that might take well one of the things that as you're saying that it's like I feel into how I can see 
the potential or the possibility on the other side because I view each person as powerful, right? So it's like Mm -hmm. I can see how powerful and amazing and beautiful and radiant you are. So I can see you get to the other side, but I can't make you get there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? So it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's the energetic. You're just waiting at that barrier. Yeah. Holding your hand out in a way. Yeah. All right. Well, we have touched upon it all. (laughs) Yes. So go ahead and tell your lover that you need some extra time tonight. Yeah. And create that safety and... Let it, let it just take longer. People do this in self-play, too, where they're like, uh, I don't really want to take the time. I'm just mm-hmm. going to go for the thing. And then, you know, mm-hmm. so, you, you know, if you're not with anybody and or you just want to play on your own with um, creating more of that for yourself and taking that time for yourself, it's just going to increase your capacity to ask for that from another person, too. So bonus. All right. We love you. We are so grateful you're here. Um, If this has touched you in any way, of course, you can share it and tell those you care about about all the things we share. Mm -hmm. And if you have any requests or anything, you can go on Instagram at Enlivening Musings and make your requests or send us your takeaways. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like more support, hop on the Pleasure Fairy app or find Katie at wellnesswithkatie.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Enlivening Musings if you want to share some takeaways or other requests for future shows. Enjoy!